Welcome to the St. Edward's Podcast, a church filled with the Holy Spirit. We hope that today's words will draw you closer to Christ Jesus. Our second reading today keeps us in Romans chapter 12 for another week. Last week we noted how grace impacts our relationship with people within the church, our fellow brothers and sisters in the Lord Jesus, the family of God, how we interact with them. Our posture in the church should be to serve each other through the gifts that God has given us. We should not come to church to see what the church can can offer us, but we should come to the church to see what we can offer to the church for the people of God. Well, today, St. Paul describes our relationships a step further in regard to people within the church and, moreover, people outside of the church, our neighbors, the people we like and the people we don't like. And for the most part, it's pretty straightforward. It's pretty simple, like the golden rule. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Simple, right? One of the greatest baseball players of all time was Ted Williams. And once he heard someone say, hitting a baseball is simple. And his response, sure, hitting the ball is simple. That doesn't mean it's easy. And it's the same way with the principles of how we treat others. It really is simple. It doesn't mean it's easy. You see, it's fairly easy to be kind and compassionate when things are going well with people that we like, when we are all getting along. But it becomes a difficult task when we have conflicts. And if you are unsure what I mean, just take a look at what comes across our media screens regarding how people treat other people when there is a conflict. We all have conflicts in our life. Conflicts are normal. And conflicts always involve other people. People we like, people we don't like, people we are related to, people we barely know, people we know, and people we don't personally know at all. We have conflicts in life because of the actions and decisions and words and behavior of other people. And we have conflicts in life because of our own actions and words. And for those of us who like to avoid conflict, I have some bad news for you. Conflict in our communities is not going away anytime soon. It will be here until Jesus returns in all his glory. So we need to figure this out. Conflict is here to stay, and we can't get away from it. It happens. So the question for us is how do we handle conflict? How are we to treat other people? What do the Holy Scriptures say about conflict? As a Christian, as a believer, as a follower of Jesus Christ, how am I called to handle conflict? Well, our behavior has a lot to do with it, and I believe Romans 12 gets right to it. In fact, most translations give this section of Scripture the heading, Marks of the True Christian, which is very interesting because it doesn't say anything about belief and faith and grace or the cross of Christ. Not to say those things aren't important. The first 11 chapters of Romans focused on those aspects. But what our text does say is in regard to a most important thing, our behavior. Especially our behavior in light of our belief, faith, grace, and the cross of Jesus Christ. 
behavior is important. And I'm going to read our text again, this time from the message paraphrase. I'm going to read it nice and slow and listen to the words again in light of this crazy world we live in, in light of the situations in our own life. St. Paul wrote this. Love from the center of who you are. Don't fake it. Run for dear life from evil. Hold on for dear life to good. Be good friends who love deeply. Practice playing second fiddle. Don't burn out. Keep yourselves fueled and aflame. Be alert servants of the master, cheerfully expectant. Don't quit in hard times. Pray all the harder. Help needy Christians. Be inventive in hospitality. Bless your enemies. No cursing under your breath. Laugh with your happy friends when they're happy and share tears when they're down. Get along with each other. Don't be stuck up. Make friends with nobodies. Don't be the great somebody. Don't hit back. Discover beauty in everyone. If you've got it in you, get along with everybody. Don't insist on getting even. It's not for you to do. I'll do the judging, says God. I'll take care of it. Our scriptures tell us that if you see your enemy hungry, go buy that person lunch. Or if he's thirsty, get him a drink. Your generosity will surprise him with goodness. Don't let evil get the best of you. Get the best of evil by doing good. It's so simple, but not easy. Our actions, our behavior are so important, especially in times of conflict. We shouldn't act like the rest of the world in these times. St. Paul wrote in the beginning of this chapter, you'll remember from last week, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, and then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. We are going to disagree with each other we are going to get frustrated, perhaps angry, at particular groups of people. Conflicts are going to happen between people. But do we bless those who persecute us and not curse them? Do we live in harmony with one another? Do we, so far as it depends on us, live peaceably with all? Will we not give in to evil but overcome evil with good? In fact, I challenge all of us, including me, the next time we want to say something nasty to someone or share that really good Facebook post or write an email, can we share our point of view in, and keep in step with this portion of scripture? Nobody said it would be easy. Living out this Christian faith in our world is a difficult task. And in our gospel reading today, Jesus said in his own words, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it. But 
passage. Whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. You mean to, to tell me that I have to deny myself? I can't choose what I want to do. I shouldn't say what I really want to say. It's not being true to myself. That's, that's impossible. You want me to bless my enemies? You want me to speak peaceably of our politicians? I mean, have you seen what they said? You want me to live at peace with that person who hurt me? You want me to serve other people, dirty people, strange people, people who look different than me? Yes, yes, yes. But more importantly, I'm not saying it. Jesus is. And if we follow Christ, his path is a path of the cross. Let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. And you would be right to exclaim, that's impossible. Because it is, and we can't do it, at least not on our own. But there is one who makes possibilities out of the impossible. There is one who makes a way where there seems to be no way. There is a person who is with us in our conflicts and in our anger and in our hurt and in our pain. And that person is Jesus Christ. And it is only through him that we can behave properly in times of conflict. When we humble ourselves and call to him, denying ourselves, following the path of the cross, the path of Christ, his grace and love meet us there. And by his spirit, we are empowered to live a life we thought we couldn't live. When we turn to God in prayer, when we meditate on Holy Scripture, when we pray, come, Holy Spirit, we can walk in step with the Spirit of God, yielding to the Spirit's illumination of Scripture, where the primary fruit in our life is highlighted by the behaviors of sacrifice and humility. And more and more, behavior becomes like the words of Romans 12. Our hope is not in politicians or a political party. Praise God. Our hope is not in cultural movements. Our hope is not in humanity. Our hope is in the Lord Jesus Christ. When he returns, he will set all things right. Justice will be served. And in the meantime, as we wait for his return in this beautiful creation of God, may we be faithful, even in our behavior, asking God to give us the strength to be a beacon of light on this earth. And may our prayer always be Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and kindle in us the fire of your love. Amen. Thank you for joining us in this conversation today. We will continue to pray that our teachings are impacting you for the kingdom of God. If you'd like to learn more about our community, you can find us on stedwardsepiscopal.com or on Facebook. And of course, we'd love for you to visit us in beautiful Mount Dora. May God's grace fill you as you go in peace.